Welcome to the Unafraid Podcast, hosted on the OKC First Podcast Network. I am Zach Lucero, creative pastor here at OKC First, sitting to my left at that part of the circle. I'm getting a weird look right now, but he's tall. He's handsome. He's a yardist. It's getting to be yard season. I did some yard work. We got we got some good rain. We got some good rain, and and all and all you yardists said, God, we needed that rain. Nobody said that. I went. We needed that. Doors to see if they want to come out and just take a look at how I was doing some of that stuff out there. I always send pictures of my yard work to my children and. They are decidedly unappreciative. I will say Natalie has been more appreciative uh, than well, Natalie James. Uh, well, actually, Natalie Lucero is appreciative oh, of, she is of the also? artistry because she is a artist herself. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I was talking about Natalie James. I'll send it to Taylor and, and Natalie, and Natalie will say something nice. And you know what Taylor says to me? What? Stop. Oh, stop. she spells it S T A H P. Well, yeah, it's like it's more like stop, Dad. stop, Dad. Stop, Dad. So if you uh, if you happen to have heard uh, an unfamiliar voice uh, in your ears, that is not in your head. That is Taylor Middendorf. Taylor is here to help us do the intro to the pod. Thank you for graciously agreeing to do this with us. How are you doing today? Oh, Zach, I'm doing very splendidly really today. <laughs> like how splendid like i'm at maximum splendidness currently oh wow 100 percent. you're a hundred that's right hundred 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 taylor how have you prepared for your first podcast experience today is this your very first one ever yes you've never been on a podcast right. yes how have you prepared for i didn't today? prepare Okay, Zach, what's next? What are we doing now? All for... right. <laughs> Good talk. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> well, John, uh, we did have a little bit of a, a game between you and I prepared, and we'll let Taylor judge. Okay. Uh, since we do have somebody in the room, Taylor's here, and also Natalie James is here. Uh, say hi to the audience, Taylor, or Natalie, whoever. Hey. <laughs> Sweet. Hey. Hi. hi. Um, I love football. I love sports. John loves sports. It's probably what we talk about the most. Um, and I also have a big appreciation for football names, um, not like the team names, but like the actual players, because I just have, I get tickled whenever I see a name of a football player that like really, really sounds like a football player name, yeah. like one that just like really, really does work. And so uh, I asked you to prepare a few names yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna, just going to go back and forth and okay. Taylor will rate or just tell us which one is the best one. Okay. Oh dear. Yeah, we don't have to do like a scale or anything, but um, for those of you who might not uh, know what I'm talking about, um, let me just give you just like a like just a, a sample one. Okay, this one won't count so towards anything. So help me if I'm, you use one of my names. Oh man, that would be bad. But um, uh, my I, I was just kind of trolling around on Google and I came across Champ Bailey. Like Champ for a football player is pretty good. Yeah, not bad. That's right, it's good. not bad. That's okay. why that's why I wanted to sacrifice yeah, see, that one. A pretty good one. Just get that one out of the way. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't belong to anybody. Um, yeah. So yeah. So uh, John, as usual, let's just have you go first. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to go first. Now, if I understand the game correctly, what Taylor's judging is which of the names that we have come up with most sound like football names. Um. Yeah. Like what most sound like football? Like when you hear it you think a football player like that that makes sense okay like it makes sense all right that's all the criteria i'll, I'll give okay so do i give points for style like delivery sure of the name yeah okay. sure uh, i'll do while i'm doing a handstand saying right. mine okay then you can give me some style points good so good okay John? so you want me to go first yes yes sir jonathan okay uh Mid two thousand safety for the Cleveland Browns, Thane Gash. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Gash. Yeah. Gash for a sa- for Thane a safety Gash. is good. Yeah. Oh man. That's good. Yeah. Um, my first one, I can't I think he was a linebacker. Um, Whitney Merciless. Yeah. Played oh. for the Houston. He used to be a linebacker. Yeah. Is he still a mm-hmm. linebacker? He's, He's still in the league? How old is that guy? That sounds awesome. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um how many do you, you have? I didn't like. I didn't even tell you how many I had. But how many do you have? Uh, fifty. No, no. You better not have fifty-one. <laughs> We're not going. Did to... you Google a list? Taylor, please. That's I'm a professional funny. podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> he did his own so research. So this is not an authentic <laughs> list. Are you citing your sources? Uh, yeah, my brain was that one and this one. Okay. XFL superstar. He hate me. 
You hate me. I like that one a lot. Um, here's mine. Um, played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, his name is Guy Wimper. Oh, Dad, God, that was I was headed to mm. Guy Wimper. Yes, but Guy Wimper. Then I will drop this on you. Please don't. Current offensive tackle for the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eve. <laughs> Man, evils? No. Oh, that's a good one, though. The Philadelphia the evils. evils. <laughs> the Philadelphia evils. Not the game. Not okay, the game. here we go. Not... <laughs> Different game. This may be my favorite player. Okay. Halapulavati Vaitai is that's... playing tackle <laughs> for really the... Uh... One more time. Oh, it's uh, Halapulavati Vaitai uh, is playing uh, tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles? For the yeah, Eagles. Eagles. For the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, this one. This one might Wait a not. Guy Wimper. Uh, uh, yeah, I love that name. <laughs> you sure it's not Gee? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. No, I but think it's Guy. I, but is it supposed to sound like a football player? Gay Wimper. Uh, no, well, no. Like, <laughs> what did you just do right there? I don't know. You just went completely French on us yes. right there. <laughs> I am French, John. You Didn't you know that? <laughs> Everybody knows you're Italian. I know, I know. Uh, this one, this one probably won't win, but it like it reminds me of my childhood, and I Ooh. always think of football when I think of any of these guys. But okay. uh, Tiki Barber. <laughs> Very good. Yes. God, okay. Well, I didn't want to have to pull this one out now, but I have to because you've taken two off my list um okay. Steelers and Jacksonville running back the late 90s early 2000 Chris Fuamatu Maafala <laughs> <laughs> you going for the really long name <laughs> uh, that's a really good one thank you I, I remember him um, what say it again okay yeah say it it's again Chris Fuamatu Maafala <laughs> all right here's mine he all played right. uh for the Carolina Panthers and the Minnesota Vikings uh defensive back Captain Munnerlyn Oh, that's a great football name. Winner, come on, Captain what? Captain Munnerlyn. Munnerlyn, Captain Munnerlyn. I'm trying to remember from the broadcast that I also that I saw when I was a kid. Oh, well, that's a good one. Okay, your turn. Okay, um, this is great podcasting. <laughs> uh, ancient Chicago Bear, Bronco Nagurski. Ooh, yeah, Bronco Nagurski. Yeah, too bad he wasn't on the Broncos. That would have been. Too perfect. Points off for that. No style. All right. I'm going to do... How many more do you want? I really... I was down a couple of names ago. Oh, you're just making them up now? (laughs) All right. I'll end it with TJ Hushmanzada. Ooh, that is a good one. That's such a good football name. Uh, And we're going to... Hey, John, I think we should pivot. I think we should take this moment to pivot. Pivot! That like name that TV show. That, th- name it. No, I won't because name it's, it. it's not a good Pivot. TV show. It's Friends. It's <gasps> not a good TV show. Oh, wait a minute. Uh oh. You don't think Friends is a good TV show? Nope. Like in them as like morally, are you making a moral judgment? No, or you no, don't no, think no. I just don't think a it's a show. quality TV show. Hmm. I I just alienated a lot of our crowd. Here. I mean, mm. tens of millions. That's of fine. Might Send your hate mail to. Avarilla at OKCFirst.com. That's right. <laughs> well, let us pivot, or pivot, pivot, if you will, to a surprise session of rapid-fire questions. What? 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 Wait, Max Strong. Max Strong? That's... <laughs> in Damakong to... Sue. You just had to get those back in there? You I, said I you were done. I'm, you keep finding others. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. All right. So we are going to move into America and Canada's and Costa Rica's and Ireland's favorite segment, Rapid Fire Questions. I'll just name in places I know you've been to. Taylor, you have not been prepared for these questions at all, have you? Not in the slightest. I don't even think you've been prepared for today. You came here to talk about wedding photography, and I, I made did. you do a podcast. So you here did. we are. So uh, Am I angry Rucker. about it? Fro- yes, I am. <laughs> He's still got- That's a good one, though. I like Frosty Rucker. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sorry. Taylor, who won? Hey, all right. hang, up, hang, in- hang up and hang out. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Hey, John, be present. Thanks, please. Dad. Yeah. Please be present. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, Just one more way to not be part of the family, Dad. TJ Slaughter. Oh, the Slaughter is a good one. Gosh. Are you done? 
Yeah. All right. So we will go into rapid fire questions. Taylor is aware of this game, so we don't have to explain anything else to her. We will ask her any and all questions that come to our head. John, age before beard. Taylor, uh, which, what musical instrument do you wish that you could play fluently? Ooh, the guitar. Really? Yeah. The guitar. The guitar. Would you sit out like on campus and under the gazebo and like play it? Absolutely. And make sure everybody heard it. In a it. hammock. In a hammock. Snoopy for life. Can you play a guitar while sitting in a hammock? Yes, you can. Can you? John, no, I can't. John, Taylor. don't test me. Imagine what. Don't test the limit to my con- guitar playing. Contortion that. I could play a guitar in a hammock. I could play it anywhere. That sounds like the beginning of a very bad Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> that is literally what just went through my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can play a guitar in a hammock. It's like you guys are related. Okay. Um, if you could live with a fictional family, Ooh. who would you choose? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. This is hard for me. Do we need to give her options? Yes, please give me options. What? You don't get options? Nobody's ever gotten options Why? for this. What? It's open There's a first time for everything. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a fictional family. How about just like a cast of a show? If you could just go live with a cast of a show. A single show. A show. Arrested Development. Yeah. Arrested Development. I would be an awesome Bluth. You, I think you really would, actually. I would, would be actually. the most capable and competent of all the Bluths. Yeah, so you would just be eternally frustrated. I'm Just a like bit, I that's am the now. family you want to yes. live with. I'm Absolutely. a little bit offended for George Michael right now. Oh. <laughs> or George, George Michael. George Michael. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we can do better than George Michael. Um, Michael. Love, love George Michael. Yeah. My turn? Yep. Um, you have a $50 gift card to go eat somewhere in town. Where are you going to eat? Your favorite. Would you call your parents and ask them to pay for dinner for you? And take you somewhere, and then pocket uh, the gift card, and then yeah, pocket the gift card. gift card. Okay, actually, probably yeah, because family time hashtag is the best time. So there you go. Wow, you're already working the system, buttering them up. Like family time's the best time. Let's say that we're well, not available, for my and you and Natalie are gonna go somewhere to eat. Where are you gonna go to eat? We do be loving Mexican radio these days. Ooh, that is so good. Also, Taco Nation. Is that good too? Yeah, man. Is it mm-hmm. brick and mortar yet, or is it yeah, still man. a truck? Where? You know where the uh, Terminal Commons used to be down at the uh, little little miniature house compound that looks like a little nuke town next to the uh, <laughs> next to the Ferris uh, wheel. You guys with Nuke Town from uh, what's that, it called? Uh, uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. No, she no. No. You don't know Call of Duty. It's uh, hey, settle this right now. Okay. Here right now. Okay. Who is better at Call of Duty, you or Drew? Absolutely me. Yeah. Obviously. Absolutely. Right? Wow. 100%. Right? Wipe the floor with him. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. He won't even listen to this. He won't even know. Big facts. Wow. (laughs) The world will never know. Not Drew. Not Drew's world. No, he's probably asleep. Oh. Or playing Call of Duty. (laughs) And being really bad at it. He's not here to defend himself, so. (laughs) He can't defend himself. He's bad at it. Absolutely. Right? Wow. That's right. That doesn't count as my question. (laughs) 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 Um, What is your... If you have one, I have a backup question. If not, what was your favorite childhood hiding spot? Hiding spot? Are we talking about like anywhere? Anywhere? Children's church sardines? Yeah, you could. Yeah, take it there. Okay, when we had all those um, choir robes, mm. we still do. Nobody was finding me hiding behind those choir robes. I know exactly where nobody you're talking about. Nobody was finding me. What color? Is it because you they aren't white? Is it because you're not yeah. tan? Is it because yeah. what? It's because you're super white. Not tan. Wow. That, Are you making fun of me right yeah, now? Yes, yes. That that was the, <laughs> that's where I was headed with that. Right there. It felt yes. yes. Yeah. If you must ask. That's true. Okay, Taylor. You're in a rock band. It's been a great show. Mm-hmm. You're in an outdoor venue. Things are about to get out of control, just like you like it, right? They're going to play one more song, and that song is going to get you so hyped up, you're going to smash your guitar on the way off the stage. Jump by Van Halen. Boom. 
That is a good one. Yeah, you did a lot when you uh, was it for Homecoming Queen that you walked down to jump by Van Halen? I did. That I was did cool. do that. Okay. Yeah. Who helped you with that? Was it me? It yeah, was. It was me. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> oh, when I'm, if yeah. you're a Middendorf and you have a technology need, you know who to call. <laughs> Zach Lucero. That's right. Broken VCR. He's coming over. Um, I don't think I've ever do fixed one. Do we have a VCR? You do have one. I'm pretty sure. Do we still have one up? I don't think we have one. Guys, this isn't this. Nobody cares. Okay. Nobody cares about your house. Okay, Mister said VCR first. Um, Taylor, who or what? What is your favorite experience um, from Toronto specifically? um, Like, let's just say it's like a Wednesday or a Thursday, and like we've had a long week, not a lot of sleep, bad showers, like all of it. Mm Tell me about what's your favorite experience. Are you talking like like where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? We're what are going we doing? to Little Italy. Little Italy. And we're gonna eat some homemade pesto pasta. Right. And then we're gonna hop on that train. We're gonna go to Greek Town. Gonna go to Greek Town. Get off at Chester Station. Chest Hair Station. Chest Hair Station. That's right. And we're gonna, you know, walk down the street, turn right, and then we're gonna. Or I'm sorry, turn left into Dimitri's. <laughs> yeah, get it right. <laughs> I'm very sorry. People are going to be listening to this as they're Absolutely. walking out of Chester Station. I'm. I mean, you're going to thank me later when I give you step-by-step instructions. That's right. On That's how right. to get to Dimitri's waffles. That's right. You're welcome. Dimitri's waffles, for those who don't know, is a so Belgian good. waffle place uh, discovered by. Was it by you? Were you the? Was it your group that? Well, we were the first group to go to yeah. Dimitri's, but. I'm sure there were people who had gone before us. No, no, you were the first. <laughs> <laughs> you discovered that place. The Canadians. That's right. Yeah. Dimitri's was so crazy because, like, we well, we would always bombard them with like 30 people um, coming in at once, and we would never actually call ahead because never. we were irresponsible. Never. But there was one year. I mean, they got into such a good rhythm that they they knew we were coming. Uh-huh. Like they, I remember they they had like order. I talked to the manager, and he had ordered extra stuff to make my specific uh, oh, wow. waffle because because uh, i got the palm pilot which is like a yeah, apple Apples. pie it's like an apple pie on a pancake apple pie on a waffle that's what i where meant where did Sorry, you get i don't pancake. i keep pancakes keep slipping it's because i was talking to our our worship pastor tamra hughes and her husband steven and they tried to slander waffles they kept saying that pancakes are better than waffles and i just don't think that's true Ooh. oh no Listen, why, why are you looking at me like give that? Give me dessert no, waffles no, no, all no. day long. Okay. But if we're talking like breakfast foods that I'm eating in the morning, yeah. pancakes all the way. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know you anymore. Oh, really? There's some sad music playing underneath here. Womp womp. It was more like a cello, but you know, whatever. A tiny little violin. Just a little violin. Hey, uh, if you're a listener and you have a strong opinion on this, please let Taylor or I know what your preference is: pancake or waffle. Taylor, what's your favorite thing about me? You know what? Let's hang on. Let's just do a whole show on that later, right? Yeah. Let's just let's just we're gonna have Taylor back. Yeah, we'll have Taylor back. I don't think you will. A PK, a PK uh, episode, or uh, I wish I still think it'd be funny to get our spouses. Oh my goodness! Are we gonna have a PK Palooza? A PK Palooza would be fun, but then I know a lot of those. But then get the no, just of of our pastors and staff folks. Like they would be as young as (laughs) we get Quincy on here. We do have lots of PKs in the building. Yeah. Uh, as tiny as the tiniest little bowler jack, and then <laughs> Shiloh uh, B just yeah Shiloh just, just messing around with the mic. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, we need to get our spouses together too because I can only imagine. I don't think though we've towards the idea of having that pod without us in the room. I don't think that's no, 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 no. That's that's too dangerous. No, no, we no. we might have to burn the building down at hey. that point. Um, John, uh, let's transition into our guest for today. Yes. Um, okay. Give us give us like elevator pitch. We've already gone too long. So Jimmy Saranga, I have known for a long time. Um, she is an SNU alum. Uh, she had and she'll say this on the pod, she has a long career, but her career seems to always kept her in this orbit around the neighborhood, around the church. And so when our dear friend Kaylee Vaughn moved on uh, to do something else with her life and left the 
the head of one, Jamise was the easy choice and the perfect choice, and she has hit the ground running, and um, she's just great, and I think you're going to really enjoy her. not just what she has to say, but how she says it. She's a person of deep passion and conviction, and we are super happy to have her around. And with that, Jamise Siranga. We are here with Jamise Siranga, our new executive director of Our Neighborhood Empowered. Correct. Our Neighborhood Empowered. How are you doing, Jamise? I'm good. And did I did I pronounce your name correctly? You did. Okay. You did a great job. And right. am I wrong? That seemed like a German name. Is that right? Is it a you German? You are so wrong. Okay. Super German. About that. <laughs> it's not a German. Very no, European. No, I was born in Germany. <laughs> you were that, really? I'm just saying. No I way. Was in did you just stumble into... <laughs> Like a really accurate Tell me bio. there's no God. You did. <laughs> Spirit's in it. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? We're in Germany. I was born in Heidelberg. I am a military kid, so uh, okay. I was the only one born overseas, but I was born in Heidelberg. So David wasn't born Fran- overseas? He wasn't. He was born in California. Your brother. That's My that's, brother. Yeah. He was born in Sacramento, and my sister was born in Georgia. Really? So just me. I'm the only abroad baby. The international. Yes, <laughs> the international that baby. It's intriguing. <laughs> I know. That's so, uh, kind of weird. Complex. John, where were you born? Gadsden, Alabama. Also yeah. not German. That doesn't. That <laughs> feels made up. No, it's true. G a s g a d s d e n. I'm shocked Gadsden. that you spelled that right because yeah. your spelling team is terrible. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Next question, please. <laughs> John last summer traveled with a with a spelling team, and right. they were really bad. They couldn't spell their name. Oh, but <laughs> none of this is true. It's all we true. Were, no, well, okay. I you, can believe that. It, you can. I can. It's on an earlier pod. Name. Like it, it's true. It's, it must it's, be true. It's canon now. You know, it is true. And I heard from. Uh, sorry, this is a little bit of a departure, but there was an, the special teams coach. Uh, from the University of Texas, <laughs> did in fact have a pet monkey that did in fact bite that was real. a trick-or-treater on the face. Oh, that was very real. And did have a Texas fan reach out and and lament. I think what she was actually lamenting was actually being a Texas fan. That uh, probably. That would be my suspicion. Usually, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah dude, you just wanted to sneak that in, didn't you? I did. You love a, <laughs> you love a good Texas fan joke or... Yeah. Okay, state people can't read and still water. Whoa, I don't like think I you don't, have definitely said that out loud. Not on the pod. Buddy. Enough times on you have said it, it out loud. Let's mm, open up. Not yeah. close doors. Not, <laughs> I have not said that yeah. on the pod. <laughs> well, anyway, Captain Segway over here, Jamise. How long have you been? Uh, have you been executive director? Like couple minutes uh-huh <laughs> like like three weeks yeah almost okay. yeah almost to the month mark oh wow next oh, week wow. next week and yeah. you understand everything you are you are hitting the ground running like there's no no transition needed. i mean <laughs> i'm running somewhat yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying i'm stopping and going and stopping and going that's about it right now that's john's favorite way sure. to drive so that's great that's true <laughs> slamming yeah. on the brakes yes <laughs> yeah so tell us, tell us how you got to this place. Well, like, what, so I know you went to SNU. I did, and then you graduated, and then kind of tell us your the life journey that finally brings you back to this spot and this role. Yes. So um, in or at SNU, I was studying sociology, and then went right into social work. So I um, went into child welfare as soon as I graduated, um, and I did that for about four years or so, and then. Moved on to TANF, which is Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, so working with single parents um, and trying to help them get job employment. Um, we provided food stamps, medical, daycare, just to provide some kind of support while they're going to school so that we can say, okay, you can go to school, we'll give you daycare. We also paid them um, each week if they went to class, so kind of did a timesheet. Um, and then at the end, we were hoping to find job placement. So we got them ready to go to work. 
um, after that. So that was great. Love doing that. Did that for a couple of years. It's different working with grownups. But um, then I got still with DHS this whole time. Um, then I moved to Putnam City Schools as a school-based social worker. Um, DHS kind of got an idea that they were going to try to bridge out in the community more. Mm-hmm. And we realized that a lot of our referrals were coming from schools and teachers. So the idea was if we provide you a social worker, maybe we can prevent some of those child welfare um, reports by taking care of the needs of the family. So if we find out they don't have electricity, we can get those resources. If they're hungry, I can um, go and do their food stamp benefits and make sure they have medical. We could just take care of all those little needs that then would lead to stress or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I did that at Two Lakes, and I worked there for about seven years. And then DHS ran out of money. So oh. they ran out of money. They pulled every outstation worker back into the office. Um, they were letting people go. It was a pretty rough time around 2015, I think, is when they did that. So I went back in the office, did TANF again, but then switched to um, working with grandparents that raised grandkids, So, which I found out was a surprisingly large number. Like, I could not believe. I think I had 350 cases on my load alone, but then we got apps every day. And there were five of us in our office that had um, child-only container cases. So that's probably a good thousand um, within our office alone, and there are other offices that do that. So so many grandparents. We find out a lot of times parents are incarcerated. or maybe they lost custody due to um, being in DHS custody, and so grandparents had to adopt. Um, just some really sad situations, because I had a, a guy that was 75, and I think he had like a 13-year-old girl, 10-year-old, and a 3-year-old. And oh, he was like, man. I'm not even going to live to raise the baby. Like, what's going on? And so, you know, we just provided the same kind of benefits, food stamps, medical, daycare, and then, like, we help pay for school supplies if they need uniforms, just trying to assist them as much as we could. Um, after that, that kind of marked year 15 with DHS, and so I, I was ready to kind of get out and take a break, and so I went yeah. to high school and worked there for three years doing student life and admissions, and then... Um, heard that there was a job opportunity here kind of bridging going back to Putnam City Schools and working in the neighborhood I live close to here um, and getting back into social work which I have really really missed but not enough to go back to DHS so this is like (laughs) the perfect blend for me I think right now good now tell us now tell us about your family like uh if that's okay yeah Yeah, tell us kind of how that developed along the way too yeah so my husband is Thomas. I met him at SNU. He um, played soccer. He's yeah. from Kenya. Luckily, he got a full ride because those student loan bills are something else. Not fun. Yeah. So there's only me that has that. Yeah. Um, we got married as soon as I got out of college, and then we had our first son, who is Zion. He's 13. Um, Good looking kid. He's now. so cute, and he's so sweet. <laughs> he's my kind of well. He's. Almost 14. So he's switching. He was my Wait, sweet he's boy. He's 14 and sweet? He, uh, not anymore. It's like, <laughs> I was say, it's like going really away. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like my sweet boy, but then uh, it's so sad. This transition is weird. Yeah, yeah. Like I see him and I'm like, that's Zion. And then sometimes he says things to me and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so anyway. A couple old youth pastors here. We get, we yeah, get, we exactly. get it. We get it. Man. It's weird. So in eighth grade, it's just weird. But he's like our soccer player following his dad's footsteps, really brainiac, which I'm so glad because I can't help him with his math. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there's Zion. And then came Ezra, and he's our hot mess of a boy. (laughs) He's wild. He's just – I don't know how to explain him. Wild. Active, jumping everywhere, running around. He is the energy in our household. Um, Also a soccer player and wants to do everything. Like he's like, I'm, he's good at all the things like basketball, skateboarding, whatever. He's just busy. I look forward to the videos, especially of the ones of of Ezra buzzing around the house. Buzzing. I mean, and our house is really small. So there's not actually room to do all of that, but he, he does it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he loves dancing. 
And then there is our baby girl, who's almost six now. So oh she's not goodness. really a baby, but Sayla. And she is Ezra's best friend. I would prefer her to be best friends with Zion because he's a <laughs> tad bit calmer and maybe the safer choice of who you should hang out with. But no, those two are peas in the pod. And Sayla also on Monday, we celebrated World Down Syndrome mm-hmm. Day. She has um, Down Syndrome and really has been a big blessing to our family. We love that. Precious. Um, yeah. But she's a mess too. She yeah. can talk really well. And a lot of the things she is saying is that she is not a baby, telling me no. <laughs> and also this girl attitude that I never had with the boys. Like, I'll say, hey, come and do something. And she replies with, ugh, fine. <laughs> And stomps away. So, have you met uh, Tamara Hughes? I think she would love. Yeah, I was gonna to say the short girls are this oh, yeah. man. Oh yeah. I was like, what is this? I won't, I won't even steal her thunder because some of those stories are just <sighs> chef's kiss, delicious. So Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Um, we're so grateful that you said yes to this position, and so excited that that all of your experience and your connections around here will come to bear on what you're doing uh, this is a I, and i kind of warned her ahead of time that this is kind of a loaded question what what do you envision like what can we do with with jamise uh at the helm what what kinds of things are you hoping that we're able to do and keep, and keep in mind whatever you say here you got to stick with forever, oh, yeah. so. for the rest yeah, of yeah. everything <laughs> yeah. um keep it exactly the same <laughs> do nothing fair enough no um <laughs> I don't know. I really hope that it just becomes like an actual community center where people start coming here and realize that, one, it's a safe place for them to come. There's a lot of kids um, around here, a lot of middle school kids. I know Zion says a couple of his friends live right across the street in this housing addition across 63rd. Right. Not Northwest. Yeah. And I want it to be a place where they're just coming, having some open gym, finding this to be a safe place. I love the idea of getting back to, I know COVID has really hurt the numbers of students that have been coming, but reaching out to those elementary schools, getting back up to 30, 40 kids, Mm -hmm. um, being able to just come here and be with us and not be running around apartments and doing nothing. I just, and there's not a lot on this side of town, which is great because there is the boys and girls club. And of course they have like hundreds of kids that go there and they do all of that, but they're not over here. So we keep forgetting that there is a pocket of Northwest um, Oklahoma city that needs those kind of services and resources. And it's great. Like, I feel like we're in a unique area that we can reach a ton of people um just need a little bit more um kids to come and like volunteers and things like that so that's my goal is to work on just getting our name out there letting people know how um they can help us and seeing a bunch of kids running in and out it's beautiful yeah i hope so i know it can happen i have okay okay so uh, as people get to know you I'm going to give you a couple of questions. I'll start them and you finish them. Okay. Okay. Uh, speaking as Jamise, how would you finish this one? I am at my best when I am doing what? Talking with people, I think. When I'm around a lot of people. I thrive um, with groups. So like this kind of settings where we can just plan and brain dump and do all that stuff. That's when I'm good. Alone is not so productive for me, but being mm-hmm. around people um, and being busy, I am, I feel like at my best. So again, speaking as Jamise, all of that said, here's what frustrates me. What I get frustrated when what? Things are unorganized or lack of structure. I need, I think I've come from, and just professionally, because it's really weird. I'm two different people. Like I have a work personality and a home personality. At home, my husband's like, why don't you pick your things up? Like everything, (laughs) I'm a mess. I get that completely. Oh my goodness. Like it's my space. Like I don't care. I'm just going to take my shoes off forever. But then at work, I'm like, 
okay, I need a mailbox that this is my outgoing mail. This is my incoming. This means that you saw this. I need to know what's on the calendar for tomorrow. Like I need my work life in order. And so when I come in and everyone's like, I don't know what to do. I need someone to know. (laughs) And I need us to have a direction. But then at home, I'm like, who cares? Like, it's weird. Yeah. So I have two. I'm glad that somebody gets me. I get it. Nope. Yep. My husband's like, are you really organized? Like, should you be the boss? Should you actually <laughs> put order into it? And I'm like, I am really organized. I promise. Just Thomas. not here. I'd love to see him in action, too. He just looks at me <laughs> yeah. a lot. We're compl- Oh, my goodness. He's completely opposite to me. That's great. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Um, given what I know about one, here's what we need the most. So if any of you out there have a connection, here's what we need the most. A van (laughs) right now, today, if you just show up here with a van, I will be sorry. Could you you say that a little louder? I didn't hear you. A (laughs) van and someone to drive it, but a van first is what I need. We need transportation. We literally pick the children up and take them home. They will not come here if we didn't. or they would have to run across 63rd or Northwest Expressway, which is very dangerous. Right. And we don't want that on the news. Right. So right. we need a working van with seatbelts and all of the things. That's what we are desperate, desperate, desperate for right now. Transportation. Transportation. And vans, uh, we're saying vans as opposed to something larger that might require a CDL. That yeah. That kind of thing. We don't want, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've found just like in coordinating volunteers with youth and stuff. CDL drivers are just not. I mean, they're hard to come by. They are. Did we just say that at the same time? At the same time. Wow. That's how I'm going to sync up this episode. (laughs) Oh, good. That's good. Hard to come by. (laughs) No, because it is hard. And now that things are bogged down. Right. uh, You can't get in anywhere. You can't get in anywhere, even if you wanted to get the CDL. Right. That's true. It is. I mean, like the appointments are like booked up six months. So it would, yes, we would prefer to not have one that we need a CDL because we need it like yesterday. So best case scenario would be a, a like a fifteen or twelve passenger van, mm-hmm. but but we'd be interested in anything that can Carry. move more than four or five people right. at a time. Right. Yeah. It, uh, it really, if we can do more than five people, we are happy. I don't mind. Like we will circle around and do a couple of trips if we have to, but the one we have is just very. It's not good. It's yeah. not very dependable right now. It's rough. What, it is. <laughs> tell me how such a, a resource would be put to use in our regular program. Really, every day that we go to Kids, Kids Club, it will be put to use. And we have like children at different apartment complexes that want to come, but we can't. Like, it's not safe to really go too far. And so we're because we have one and one that's not that that dependable. We're staying pretty close to our location, so yeah. we could go. Further down Expressway, um, I would love to kind of go north and head up towards, you know, Wiley Post area. But yeah. we just are really staying about five minutes um, around here. And so I feel like if we could get something that was more dependable we and reliable, we could get more kids here. Yeah. Because that's really how we're getting them. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Well, and you mentioned volunteers. So yes. here's another question. Uh, what Where... Do you most need some people resources, some volunteers? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So many things. Um, One, we are trying to plan and decide if we're going to – we're trying to do things a little bit different. So we want to do Kids Club on Monday and Tuesday and then Wednesday kind of do an outpost thing where we Mm -hmm. go and have hot dogs and hang out um, at the apartment complexes. And then we're thinking after we do dinner – Kaylee wants to do Thrive over there at that time. And then we wanted to bring the kids to church and then take them home. Because right now we're leaving before church. And that's really because of transportation. Because um, Miss Sydney, who's been driving them around, she has a night job. And so she's just not able to um, stay. So what I was wanting to do is ask, you know, even if we had help picking up and dropping off after um, Kids Club, that's huge. Just right. a dependable person that can say, I can go pick them up at four. What's the time frame? Okay. Four o'clock four. is usually, they get off the bus, I think about 345. So usually we head um, over there about that time. And then they usually wait in the parking lot um, just for us to be there. So we do need a dependable person that can meet them um, about between 345 and four. And then um, we need them to be taken home about 6.30 is usually what happens. If it's Wednesday night, they will stay until after Wednesday night service, which is that over at 7.30? 
7.45. Okay, yeah. so about that time. 7.45. I know, I'm like, depending on how what classes they're in and mm-hmm. kind of getting them together. So we do need someone that can run them back. We're about to have summer camp, so we need a lot of people to come and help us with just being here during those times. We're trying to figure it out um, if it's going to be like 10 to 2 or what the hours will be, but... Um, we would love a lot of people with energy that don't mind going outside and playing with the kids. We go on field trips. So we definitely need those um, kind of resources. And then reading tutors. Um, we need those. And, and just, you know, as, a, as another person who has tried to recruit volunteers for similar things, uh, I would like to say directly to the listener, like, you may be hearing this and may think, I'm underqualified. I can't do this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, just being a tangible presence of God mm-hmm. and just showing up and just hanging is is so valuable and it's and really being it. consistent and just showing up is is really 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 a good thing. It is. That's all we need. I mean, we have different they have gym time, they get to go and play and we would love to be able to to rotate them cuz right now we're in a position where we have about two of us that are here and we have 10 kids, but their age, age ranges are kindergarten to sixth grade. So it's kind of hard to break up into reading groups or to do like one-on-one appropriate, I guess, um, educational intervention when you have those different age groups. So it would be nice to have someone that can take the middle school kids or someone that can work with kindergarten age and just read with them or go over letter sounds. So the more help we get, the more structured, um, which I love, we can yeah. be. And like you said, if we had the transportation thing figured <clears throat> out, and that's both a vehicle and it's volunteers, mm-hmm. pretty dramatically increases the number of Already. families and kids that we can reach. Instantly, we could start picking up more kids. But yeah. right now, we just can't do that. Let's say that someone does have an idea about a vehicle and may have a connection. Or let's say someone wants to reach out and, and perhaps is interested in volunteering. What's the what's the best way to get to you with that kind of information? Really? um Email or on our website, there is a direct link um, that you can send. And there's like, I think there's still a volunteer post. We are updating our website right now. So be patient if things move around. Um, But you can reach out and just send an email and say, I am interested. What do you need me to do? And I will respond very quickly. And that's 1okc.org? Yes. There you go. O-N-E. O-N-E. O-N-E-O-K-C dot org. So Jamise, J-A-M-E-S-E. I'll put all this in the show notes too. Okay, oh, perfect. Because okay. I was like, that is my direct one, Jamise at one. Oh, OKC. would you rather them use a different one? Either or one. one. The one on the website, I think, is just generic. Generic, it's just, okay. But email me. It's going to come to me. All of it Either comes way, to me. Either way, it all gets to you. All of it comes to me. Do you? Do you? Are you okay if, if both the van idea people and the volunteer people use the same? Mm-hmm. Or do you need to differentiate? No, I would love to know. Yeah, I, I think they should reach out to me. And then for volunteers, Kylie um, is going to be more orchestrating that. So as soon as I know who it is, I'm just going to send her the names of um, the people. And then she's going to start telling you how to get trained and what your next steps are. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. What if somebody wanted to donate either a one-time gift or, or a monthly gift? What's the, what's the best way? How would you, How can we facilitate that? Right now, um, our website, again, has different options. There is a giving page on there. Um, we're getting ready to relaunch our coffee club, so it's going to be You so know, actually, cool. I'm a member of the coffee club. Maybe you've heard of me. I'm Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No. We're> gonna... <laughs> it's going to – it's fun. Um, so <laughs> online, we're going to do that. We're working on making it a tad bit easier. We're hoping to try to get Venmo on there where you can just send it straight to us. Um, we wanted to make it as simple as possible. Those right. are, so we're trying to update that. But you can um, pick your amounts – whether it's reoccurring, a one-time donation, any of that. Um, and again, all of that is on our website um, under the Give tab. What does what what does being a part of the coffee club get me? Ooh. And what is that per month? Per mu- So there's different ranges. It's like from $5, I think there's 20 there's yeah. 100 You can kind of also 
make it more than that. Um, we are working on starting our own little podcast. I know. So you're going to have to what? come on ours oh, now. Absolutely. Cross pod. Yes. Oh, cross pod nation. That's right. Yes. And we're going to call it, it's going to be, we're just going to use that hashtag that we love, that one thing. Um, and oh, we're going to have like coffee and conversation. So we're going to, we're hoping to get that. We're planning it already. Um, and we're going to get to know each other and our kids and some of our donors and, so that's really fun. So you can do that. We're going to do some Insta Live, so you can jump on there. We got some coffee mugs. The kids are working on designing a new one for this year. Oh, so nice. just depending on – we're making like a tier donation system. Okay. So you can get, you get some better more. stuff uh-huh. for increased monthly. Yes, yes. Okay. You're going to want this mug too. It's going to be cute. So we're working on um, that. But really that's just helping. $5 is um, the minimum and – we're just that's just a reoccurring gift that we hope that you give that helps us just feed them and take care of it of a kid but the more money that the more money that you can give the more kids we can sponsor so five dollars is for one kid but we would love um more are you willing to commit right here for this pod audience <laughs> which sometimes we call the pod audience oh no we've never called them that but i like <laughs> yeah, it honestly but, it's uh, one of better ideas um that if someone were to donate a monthly sum in the amount uh, that would cover a van payment, would that person then have naming rights for the van? Oh, like, could they name some the people van? name their cars? I yeah. mean, yes. Or we name the bus. It's Ed, 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 Ed. Is the name of it. Like, yes, you can get naming rights. Okay, and we will tell everyone and make dangerous. a huge post to say. <laughs> This is the name. This could go wrong. Per, uh, <laughs> An appro- pending approval by the appropriateness committee. By John. John gets to say whether or not it's it's approved. Cannot be something nasty. Thank you, <laughs> audience, for not suggesting. But I think there's somebody out there who might might be willing to help us out. Maybe maybe on a monthly basis. Maybe on a lump sum basis. But we might really be itching to name a fan. <laughs> really been looking forward to naming a van at some point. I mean point helping the kids is great and all, but man, if but you get a chance van. to name a van, you really gotta you really gotta take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever kids. Uh a van, can I name it? <laughs> Dirk. Welcome to the parking lot, Dirk. The van. My van Derek. If this really happens, how that's about that? Make huh? me laugh. Well, if I mean, somebody, our audience, if we're driving a van around named Samantha or I something. I mean, like, <laughs> you never know. Jamise, our audience numbers in the literal dozens of people. So there could be somebody. The audience. I mean, there are literally dozens awesome. in our audience. Yeah. So. It just sounds funnier every time our you say it. It sounds Man, you got like me. bathroom humor. Yeah, it's that's not. what I'm going to say. It's so close to bathroom it's humor. Too but much. it's really not, right? Audience. No, yeah. it is. If you're like. If Ezra was here, he would immediately tell you that has to do with going it's to the It's bathroom restroom. humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, duh. Bathroom. Well, let's don't tell Ezra then. That's, okay. um, so I don't, is, he won't listen. Is Ezra going to listen? Yeah. Probably not. No, <laughs> no, he's not going to listen. listen. Next question, should we have an adolescent-friendly uh, pod experience? I'm, is it not already adolescent-friendly? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. We haven't swore once. Motion of the ocean. That's true. <laughs> Not one time You've have I had to good. bleep anything. Today. Oh, You've done all right, Jamie. Here's some more stuff. Okay. Um, kid in our neighborhood, right? Right. What do you hope that that kid will say about one? Uh, let's say they're able to look back ten years from now. They're out, they're they're an adult by that time. What do you want that kid to be able to say about what they experienced uh, when they came to the? To the program that we call one. I hope that it's just the highlight of maybe their childhood, that there was one place that they got to go and hang out and feel loved and be themselves and get a meal and just relax. I feel like kids don't, a lot of kids that I've met that have um, lived in apartments for a long time, they always feel like they're on top of each other. Like they come to school and they're like, I saw you and you were in my, you know, they never have their own area. And especially with the ages too, like they all want their own space. And um, I want them to feel like this was something for them, that we intentionally made this about them. Because I don't think 
they get that everywhere. You right. know, they're so used to being in a classroom and everyone's needs and everyone's this. But I hope that they feel like we come every day for you. And somebody came every day to read to me and every day to ask me how I was and to pick me up and to have those conversations. Because I think those are the things they remember like forever. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Janice, we, we like to, uh, we have two things that we like to end our pods with. Uh, one of them a little more silly, but that's last. Uh, <laughs> But we, we live in a world that is just, man, sometimes it's hard to see where you can find hope. And, um, but the question we like to ask every guest is where, where do you see hope? And maybe where do you see hope specifically in our neighborhood and at one? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Where do I see hope? I mean, Things like this, I, I don't know. I think in this church in general, we I actually had um, breakfast with a friend not too long ago. Um, and she said, I had a conversation with John before, and I kept saying how OKC just seems like a community and what a church should be like. Like, they're just the heart. They're always trying to figure out what's next. And I think that is helpful in a in this situation and in this world where you guys are always trying to adapt and move and do what's needed um whether it's okay we're in a pandemic um people are hungry we're gonna have food boxes that we're just gonna leave out and they can come and grab them or you know what we've noticed that people are having a hard time getting access to technology so we're gonna fix those needs just i think being what the church used to look like um, is important where people came here to get all their needs met. They knew they can come get food here. They knew they can get shelter. We've, it's not like that. Um, in a lot of churches, it's like we are open from these days to these days. And so I feel like having these kind of communities, er, things in the community that are encouraging people to come here. And we're trying to help the school by, you know, doing tutoring help and things like that. That that gives hope. One of the things I noticed as a social worker is that literacy is the most important thing. If mm -hmm. you don't read, if you don't have those skills, if you don't get out of middle school, which happens a lot, um, your future is very limited. So seeing that there's a program like this around and people who care enough to just come and spend their time to read and to make sure that they get that extra, um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's encouraging. Behind the curtain a little bit, we interviewed three really good and viable candidates. And um, I think all of them would have been great additions to the team around here. But we're just one bubble beyond thrilled to have <laughs> Jimmy's here, like I said before, given what she has been through and what she knows mm -hmm. and all the people that she knows. It's, it's hand and glove fit. And some people may not know this, but the... The director of one sits, I guess the term is ex officio, like by virtue of having that office, sits on our ministry team yep. and is a part of our ministry team because we always, we want to do what you've just said. We want to make sure that, that we have an ear to the ground and we can be responsive so that we're not answering questions that aren't being asked, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that we are, we are helping um, and we're just super grateful. And hope it's good for you and good for your family. Yes. And, and, and no, I know it's going to be great for the neighborhood. and I just very, it. very grateful. And with that. Oh, gosh. Everybody's <laughs> favorite game. Yeah. From oh. from Oklahoma to Canada. Yeah. To yes. Germany. To Germany. Um, German's yeah, favorite Germany. game. We are we are going into rapid fire questions. Uh-oh. Um, we uh -oh. have not prepared you for this at all. Um, <laughs> you have zero clue what questions oh, are coming no. up. Uh, and we're just going to alternate back and forth. And per <laughs> usual, um, John goes first, age before beauty, tall before, you know, less tall. All that. <laughs> okay. Do you play a musical instrument? No. If you could play an instru a musical instrument fluently, what musical instrument would, do you wish that you could play super well? Uh, guitar. All right. Electric, bass? No. Acoustic? Uh, acoustic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are... What, I play acoustic guitar. Do you want lessons? Let's yeah. learn. I mean, yeah. oh, it looks really hard. Yeah, it's pretty hard. All right, kids, gather around. All right, here we go. <laughs> around the campfire with This Jimmy's. pod just took a shift. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Uh, okay, uh, let's start you out with uh, what are what is one thing that just absolutely weirds you out? Oh, wow. Oh. Can you give us a little bit of a, for example, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so one 
thing that I have told on other pods has been, uh, or actually I told it on previous recordings. They haven't released yet. Oh, weird behind the curtain. Uh, one time I was in a drive through and, uh, I hate it whenever you like reach out for your Starbucks drink and you hold hand, you end up holding hands with the person. Like, <laughs> Oh, the that, inadvertent touch. The, the inadvertent oh, hand yeah. holding. Like okay. that wears me out a lot. Uh, do your uh, eyes lock when you, Oh yeah. Hand? It's, it's intimate. It's weird. <laughs> It's very strange. I think what words me. I think when and this is weird because I'm very social, but like when random people just come up and talk to me, like they just like I'm minding my business or trying to go. Like I've had people stop me in Target and say, "Hey, do you think my um, daughter would like this scarf or this?" Like I don't know your daughter. What and she's like, world? and literally, literally, this lady was like, "Well, you just kind of look like hip, like her." And I'm like, "That was now." And the bad. lady's like. Blonde hair, blue. I'm like, so I remind you of your daughter with my dreadlocks and like <laughs> all this stuff. And like, why? Like, you want me to choose a gift for someone I don't know? But this happens. Like, I have people who like, I'll be in the car and they're like beeping, like, I love your hair. And I'm like, don't talk to me when my windows rolled up. Yeah. And you're like, tr- like it's so awkward. I always like try to look and I'm like, if someone's really looking at me, I just want to run. People, it's really weird. so weird. That happens, with weird. The, that happens with the beard a lot. See? They'll go, they'll go, I want to take you to grow that. I, oh, I can't. I, I all know. the time. How long have you had your dreads? Forever. Okay, hey, mm-hmm. How do you, how how do I get dreads like that? How do yeah. I get a beard like yes. that? Yes, I have no like, idea. Uh, you stop shaving. It's so <laughs> weird. Know. I'm like, that's weird. What am I supposed to say to that? I don't know. Uh, hello, I'm up here. Okay. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, great. Um, what do you think? What do you think it is that that strangers ask me? I bet you can guess. How tall are you? How'd you get that tall? Yeah, and. My favorite, and maybe the generation <laughs> prior would have said, how's the weather up there? Oh, oh no. gosh. How tall yeah, are you? Favorite. I'm only about 5'9", but I wear shoes. You are my goodness. Platform oh, shoes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Shoes that I wear offer. It's creative angles. Listen, yeah. my nephew is super tall. He's, what is he? 6'6". Six, six. Okay, he's a soft junior. And we went somewhere, and all these kids were like, whoa, you're so tall. And he's like, I don't really know what to say. Like, am I supposed to say thank you? Yeah. Or, yeah. You're so sure. <laughs> or like, what like, do I? Correct. He's like, thank I don't you. know what to do yeah. with that. <laughs> uh, so if you and Thomas were going out to eat uh, and you're just going to, you, you look at one another and you say, we're going to go to our favorite spot. Where in the city are you headed? Okay, so that's the hard thing. We love all foods. But I would say... We would probably go somewhere and eat Indian food. It's kind of like he, yeah, it's kind of similar. Like some of their stews and meats are similar to food that he eats in In Kenya. Kenya. They share a lot of spices. So we love Indian. Is there a specific place that you would like to shout out? Oh, I wish I can. Is it? Have you been to Gopuram? Sheesh Mahal. Thank you. I love love it. And their butter chicken is Mm. my favorite. My wife and I get the Mangalesi drink too. Oh my goodness. There's some good stuff there. It's my place. Somewhere Tyler Stark is smiling ear to ear. He has a big Sheesh Mahal. It's delicious. I might get that tonight now that we're talking about it. Oh, now that we're talking about it. Good for you. Okay, next question. If you could live with any fictional family, who would you choose? Oh, wow. That's a new one. Yeah, I'm breaking out some new stuff today. Oh, um, hmm. Fictional family. I don't know. Um, Zion's really into blackish right now, so I guess hang out with the black that family, family <laughs> seems just as chaotic as our household. Maybe yes. we'll fit in. I yeah. don't know. That's a great question. That's a good one. That did, is did, good. did you have a did you have a contribution to this? Arrested Development family. Uh, like, oh I would no! Have oh to live with them. <laughs> I just just to watch it all unravel. On oh such my a gosh, basis. dude! No, that would be. I would. I think I want to hang out with the Rose family from Schitt's Creek. Oh, yeah. oh okay. You know what? Actually, probably. Yeah, that's really good. I'd hang out with David all day all long. All He's day. My friend. Out with he David. doesn't know that we're best friends, but I really think we are. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> I love Ew, him. David. I love this him. date's been quite a bit, but I did consider the Jetsons. I considered oh. uh, Swiss Family Robinson because wow, of that the does date you quite a bit. Out in the uh, <laughs> and in the the wild, uh, I rejected the Flintstones. Though I don't. Want It'd be tough. Stone you, Ages. Yeah. Well, and you'd have to pedal your car. No can do. No can do. Okay. My turn. Yeah, your turn. Yeah, your, your turn. turn. Let's say that you're in a rock band. 
Because now you can play all kinds of guitars, right? And it's the end of the show, and you're going to play this song. You're going to get so hyped up that you're going to do the thing that lots of rock stars do on their way off the stage. They just absolutely, they're so hyped, they destroy their guitar off yes. as they walk off. What song is it that might motivate you to destroy your guitar on the way off the stage? Um, see, you're going to ask me to do a rock song. Oh, any song. Any song that will let me destroy. Yeah. Just get you so hyped. You're like, okay, this guitar is not going to make it off the stage with me. Um, it might be Eminem's One Shot. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Every time I hear that song, I'm ready. When I so I ran track in high school and I we used to like listen to that and get really hyped. Like, we only got one shot. Do not miss especially the relay. Like, yeah. don't miss your chance. Like, do not blow yeah. this. Like, you got one shot to get that baton to the next person and you better not drop it. It's the best. But that's my relays. hype song. Yeah, yeah. The best hype songs are also warnings. So yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, I'll do one and then you'll you'll close. I have one more. Okay. okay. Um uh in your opinion, humble opinion, oh. where are the best French fries? Oh, oh. another different question. I'm telling you, I'm just coming out swinging today. Um Oh man. I wanna say it might still be Oh, it's between Chick-fil-A and McDonald's because McDonald's Ooh. puts a lot of salt on them, That's which true. I like. And sometimes answer. I just want salt. It's true. But I kind of like the waffle fly fries. But it might be McDonald's because I want McDonald's. Salt. When McDonald's hits, it's so Right, good. but if they're nasty it's, it's, and cold. It's, it's not as consistent as Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's my thing. Chick-fil-A is consistent. So I'm going to have to say Chick-fil-A and then. But, man, I wish they were just. McDonald's on their good day. I had some bomb McDonald's fries. Me today. too. And oh I used to gosh. like order them. Like I would just go through and like, I just want a large yeah. fry. Like that's all I wanted mm. was to eat that. Sometimes you just can't, I don't know, you just can't beat McDonald's. And I'll tell you somebody else who feels the same way. Again, when you're talking to Tamara Hughes or Tammy Wallace is her stage name. No, a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah. But when you're talking to her about these other things, talk to her about McDonald's and fries because she's a believer. Yeah. yeah. She really They're is. Good. Okay. Last question for me. Okay. Tell us about the hidden talent that you have that people don't know that you have. Oh. Something that you're good at that folks don't necessarily know that you're good at. Well, I don't know that I have any because my mom says that I have no secrets. I talk too much. <laughs> and so everyone literally knows everything about me. Because if I can do something, I'm like, guess what I can do? That being said, I'm also a ventriloquist. <laughs> I'm like, I really don't think I have anything that nobody would know that I can do because I don't have secrets. Um, but you're a Zumba instructor. Yeah, but you're people not, you're know not that. You're secretive about that. They right? know that because they come it's to not my a, class. It's a not so hidden talent. Some in our audience, though, may not know <laughs> that, 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 that I'm a Zumba instructor. instructor. That is true. I, I I love to dance. That's fun. It, but if you know me, then you've seen me dance. Like Probably if I that, eat yeah. really good food, I start dancing. Oh, really? It kind of scares oh, like people. A, like a happy dance? Yeah, like I'll just be like... Mm. And now, if see, it's that's not, something I didn't know. Eat, eat yeah. your, eating your perfect McDonald's French oh fries. Oh my good! Like, but it mm. has to be good. If it's not good, I'm just gonna eat. But so if it's good, I'll dance. So we are gonna have to measure the the quality, the choice quality of our staff lunch mm -hmm. by whether or not Jamise breaks out into spontaneous yes. dance. Yeah, and if she dance bef dances before we even get there, then that's probably a good sign. That's good. Like it's if I'm going sign. there and I'm excited, like mm. I scared Bonnie. I think she went to lunch with me one day, and I took. I had some sushi and I'm, and she was like, "What?" I was like, "That's good." I'm just that's my. I'm sorry. Love me I should have warned you. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. Well, Jamise, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you accepting this job. Yeah. We're, we're really excited to get to work with you and uh, just see how we can grow this thing, continue to grow it, and and partner alongside each other. And so, um, thank you so much. Yeah.